Welcome to the Rock of Bay County, Florida, where our vision is to be a multi-generational gathering, moving as one body to bring the glory of Yahweh to this beautiful county and to all the earth. We hope you are encouraged and blessed as you listen to this message. Okay. Um, We're Henry and Caroline Jordan, and um, we've been a part of this ministry for almost 35 years. So I want to testify of Yahweh's faithfulness. And, you know, the kingdom is glory to glory, ever increasing. And many of you know us that we're in Gulf County. And um, I just want to rehearse a little bit. Um, and I'll be quick. But um, I don't know if you guys remember after the storm, but Holy Spirit spoke a word to us about sowing a seed, a significant seed. And it was like the ground is fertile, sow this seed. And um, we sowed. And uh, we've always, Steve and Sherry Skinner know because we went up driving the sand hills 30-some years ago, but our desire has always kind of been to have a place on one of the lakes up in the sand hills. And we've kind of always looked off and on. And um, the greatest testimony is um, I didn't relate that to the seed sowing into the Rock of Bay County. But um, this year we were able to purchase 10 acres that never went on the market that just... The most miraculous story, it would be too long to share, but what's incredible is we'll be moving to Bay County. So, and so I, I think it's significant during this time to be a part and to really put down roots, but what's really significant is there's so much prophetically, but it's kind of full circle. It's not Southport. Our address is Panama City, but many of you know that we started out in a mobile home with no air conditioning in Southport 35 years ago, and to think that we'll have 10 acres with 150 foot of waterfront in one of the most beautiful places is, is just, and I'm telling you, we're not special. I mean, you know, when you think about, I think about what Yahweh will do for us, he'll do for anybody. And I think about the generations, and I was thinking about, you know, just the testimony of what Miss Shirley and Apostle taught us about. There's a, there's a God that wants to speak to you today. He's speaking. If you'll listen, and I could tell you it was the most amazing story how we drove down this road. Henry met the couple and how it was just a divine appointment. And it's, you know, Yahweh has divine appointments for every one of us. He is wanting us to hear. And it's glory to glory because you're like, oh, gosh, where we are in Gulf County is gorgeous. But who even knew that there could be something better? But that's the kingdom. That's this walk. That's the testimony of Yahweh's faithfulness of hearing a word, sowing that seed. And miraculously, what Yahweh has for you, your steps are ordered. You don't have to worry. He promised to order your steps. And I just want to honor the generations past. I want to honor the generation. I feel like we're kind of caught in the middle, but because <laughs> we feel like this generation, but <laughs> we're a little older. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I honor you guys because Mark and Eva hearing that call and being faithful to it. I think, is this not the most incredible? That one thing. Yeah. I mean, that's our heart's desire. And I think about your, you're just carrying on. It's like Yahweh will have a people. And what a representation of, you know, a torch being passed from one generation to the next. And then the generation that's going to come. 
And so I just wanted to share, and what was really incredible about this past fast first fruits was, and Henry and I are usually about, we always give our first and our best. First fruits was never something that really spoke to us. But Holy Spirit spoke again to us a very specific, you know, sacrificial amount, and it was this past first fruits. So I look forward to standing up here and telling you again a testimony of Yahweh's incredible. He knows your heart. And listen, it's not always easy. Most people, some people think like things just happen for us. They don't. You know, we're walking out, same thing you guys do. Things that challenge our faith that we're like, oh, Yahweh, it'd be better if it went this way. (laughs) But you keep walking. You keep hearing. If you hear nothing else, and I just think about the legacy that Apostle, you and, you know, Shirley, that you guys have left us is Yahweh is speaking and he wants to speak to you. And if you'll position yourself, you're going to do things you never thought you could ever do. And it's going to be better than you could have asked or thought. And can I just share one real quick thing? Because you may think this is easy to get up here in front of you guys and share anything. I'm sorry, but no, no, I'll be quick. But I just want to, the times that like Stone, you got up and shared and I want, it's not easy. This is not my comfort zone. This is, I'd rather be sitting back there listening to what you have to say. So be encouraged. Don't think that, oh, I don't have anything to share, you know, or what you always doing in my life. But it's really important. It is important to hear from you. And I love that. Amen. 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 I'm going to try to talk without being emotional this morning, but I don't know how good I'll do with that because, boy, Holy Spirit's just been really touched my heart in the last couple of days. But I want to be obedient to share. Um. You know, when you one thing I want to say about that property, um, Yahweh has such a sense of humor, doesn't he? Um, while this lady was, um, in fact, he said, "I'll find the what's that scripture? The the uh, foolish to confound the wise." Um, so while we're walking this property with this lady, who's the she's actually selling it. They owned twenty acres and then wanted to uh, sell ten of it. She said, uh, yeah, there's seven springs that feed the lake. And we're like, well, that's kind of cool. And, um, you know, there's trees right on the edge of the lake, which, you know, he shall be just like a tree planted by rivers of living water. (laughs) He'll bring forth fruit in due season and whatever he does shall prosper. And she said, so we're thinking this. And then all of a sudden she says, oh, and, and there's a historic road that used to go through the sand hills up here that now dead ends into this property. And, I mean, you can see the road on the neighboring property coming, and it dead ends into our property. And guess what the name of the road is? Prosper Road. <laughs> Little did she know about that. At that point, it was sold, but we had to put on our game face, and like, well, we really don't like it that much. <laughs> Liar. But Yahweh has a sense of humor. But I want to share with you, and I wrote some things down so I could get through this fairly quickly but not leave anything out. But when I think of, and we think of first fruits, there are some things that come to the forefront of of my heart. One is, is being thankful for what we have been given. 
Um, the other one is the importance of stewardship. Um, the responsibility that we have to be good stewards over what Yahweh's given us and what those who've gone before us have given us. Um, years ago, Caroline, as you all, you all probably know, remembers from Canada, and we love to go up there in the summer and uh, out on where her mom stays is the property that has been in her family for years that her granddaddy used to uh, farm. And they didn't have a whole lot. And, you know, Holy Spirit spoke to me this morning and said, yeah, they were hungry. And he said, when you're hungry, you know, stewardship is a necessity. You become even a greater steward over your seed when you're hungry. I was in the, up there, all those houses have basements, and I was down in the basement uh, a couple of years ago when we were up there, and Caroline's mom was there, and I noticed these jars sitting around on the shelf, and they looked like they had seeds in them, and I'm always curious when I see seeds. And I said, what are the, the seeds? And she said, well, oh, that every year we take part of the garden, and we, and we save the seeds for the next year. And I said, well, how long have you been doing that? She said, oh, it's, it's been happening ever since, you know, grandpa and grandpa, grandma and grandpa used to do that. Because they were hungry, they knew to take care of the seed and be a good steward over those seeds. And in that moment, Holy Spirit showed me that the generation that had come before her, Caroline's grandparents, had passed on that seed and out there the, the fruit, the, the vegetables we were eating that day literally went back in lineage to the seed from her grandparents. And now that seed still carries on and, and their whole family eats out of that garden. You know, when you look at, at harvest, when you look at overflowing bins, it all started with a single seed. How many times has apostle said to us, Yahweh will never give you what you need, but he gives you the seed for what you need. When kids are born into families, and this is something that's always been at the forefront of my mind. You know, I was born into a family that didn't have a whole lot. So you, you know, naturally appreciated everything you had. You realized there was a price that had to be paid for what you had. And the, the challenge is when, when kids are born into the kingdom and they're born into families that are prosperous and they have an abundance, Yahweh help us to somehow instill in them that even though there's great blessing and abundance and they have everything that they want and need, but sometimes it's our job to make sure that they remember where that came from. There was a price to be paid for that. You know, Mark's talked a lot about the next generation. And I'll be honest with you, when I first heard him say that, I thought, well, Yahweh, we don't have any children. Doesn't really, I mean, this was just my first fleshly thought and being transparent before you, if I can be. I was like, well, we don't have any children. What, what's Mark talking about sowing in the next generation? Well, that, that's a small offering for us because we don't have any kids. <laughs> and... But Holy Spirit, very, he, he took me down a road like only Holy Spirit can. And so I was, I was reading something and I saw the name Catherine Kuhlman. Incredible woman. This is a tough part. 
And so I began, I went back and I watched a few of her uh, videos. And what an amazing lady she was. And some of the things that she said really, really touched my heart. I mean, it really, Holy Spirit really used that to, to really move me through her testimony and her passion for the Holy Spirit. And so that happened, and then, and then Holy Spirit came back to me, and he said, now, did you know Catherine Kuhlman? I said, no. Did she know you? No. I mean, she's passed over over 40 years ago. Yet her voice and her passion and her conviction to be a faithful steward over the seed that Yahweh had put in her ministered to me yesterday and this morning. I'm telling those of you who have children, you have a great responsibility and grandchildren. And you have a natural seed that Yahweh help you to be good parents and stewards over that. But those of you like us who don't have natural children, oh, don't ever make the mistake of underestimating the importance of your choices and your decisions. Because like Catherine Kuhlman, 50 years, 40, 50, 60, 100 years from now, there's going to be somebody that's going to read something you wrote. They're going to hear something you said. They're going to see some seeds that came from your generation that you were a good steward over that you've passed on that they're going to continue to eat from. If you don't value the seed, then you eat the seed. So much of the world today is just consumed with themselves. This, this wicked spirit of entitlement. See, people who are entitled don't value the seed. People who are entitled aren't hungry. People who are entitled, they'll just eat and consume everything that is in front of them. But people who are hungry, who have a hunger for the things of Yahweh, who have a hunger for the Holy Spirit, they'll be good stewards over the seed that Yahweh has placed in and through them. There's a price to be paid. And are we willing to pay that price? It's a heavy word, like Mark said, but at the same time, when you see it through the eyes of the Holy Spirit, his burden is light. If we don't realize the gift we've been given by those who have gone before us and the price that was paid, we too will eat our seed. You know, I think I told Caroline this morning, I said, when I think of Apostle and Shirley and how my God, how it just moves me when I think about how our life has changed since we walked into this building in 1985. Some of y'all knew us then. And we may not be finished yet, but let me tell you, we're in a whole lot better shape than we were when we got here. But I'm so thankful for a man and a woman who were willing to pave a way for me. Mm. Yahweh, help us to be as good as stewards. Help us to pave the way for those who will follow after us. But 
I told Caroline, I said, I remember so many times hearing Apostle talk about getting out of debt. Remember, he's like, he bought the, took the socks and the Holy Spirit's like, what are you doing with that? He's like, I'm buying, oh, was it pants? I'm talking, pants, that's right. But then he would say, I wasn't going to buy a pair of socks until I got out of debt. There were socks in the thing. <laughs> you, you know, when it, when, when Caroline and I grabbed a hold of that word, there were a couple of things. First of all, because apostles surely do it, we knew what was on the other side of that obedience, and it was blessing. And therefore, it gave us the courage and the faith. Because, you, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing when people speak out of their knowledge, but it's another thing when people speak out of their experience. And we were so blessed throughout Apostle and Shirley's whole ministry here to not hear a bunch of useless doctrine and theory, but, but they taught us out of their life experience, out of what they had done, out of a road they had walked down. And Yahweh helped us to do the same. Amen. But when we came to that point in our life to, to learn to walk out of debt, we had a hope, we had a, a reason, and we had a way and a means to do that because they had gone on before us. What are we doing with our life today? Those choices that we may think are insignificant are significant. It's paving a way for the future generations. Well, you can imagine by now with Holy Spirit dealing with all that, our offering went up significantly from... <laughs> it's like, okay, you can stop there. I'm kind of retired right now. You know, it's kind of like, okay... It takes, uh, that's funny. Okay, I'm, I'm going to wrap up here. Okay. If we do not realize the gift we've been given by those who've gone before us, the price that was paid, we too will eat our seed. We will not be hungry for more of him. We will have a social club environment versus an environment where we come together to encourage one another and seek to have more of his presence evident in every area of our lives. Yahweh, help us to be hungry for more of you. Help us to desire to learn to cooperate more and more with your Holy Spirit in order to unlock the secret things that you desire to give to us. Yahweh wants to give us so much more. Lastly, I want to share a quick story with you that I heard Catherine Kuhnman tell about when she was a little girl. And, and she said she used to go up behind her daddy and go up and, and she would get up behind him like we've so many times seen children do to their father. She called her dad Papa. And she said, I'd go up behind Papa and I'd put my arms around his neck really tight and squeeze my face to his. And she said, I'd tell him, He's, you're the greatest Papa ever. You're the greatest Papa that there ever was. I love you so much. I want to be just like you. And she said, then she would say, can I have a nickel? <laughs> and then she said, oh, you're the greatest papa ever. I love you so much. I want to be just like you. Can I have a nickel? And she said, after about 15 minutes, papa would reach in his pocket and he'd give me a nickel. Mm. And then whenever her dad um, Passed, was, was about to pass away, her last interaction with him, he told her, he said, the greatest memory I'll ever have in this life is when you would come up and put your arms around my neck. And you'd ask me for a nickel. 
He said, but little did you know, in those moments, I would give you everything I had. Holy Spirit. You desire to give us so much more than what we ask you for. Thank you for reinvigorating a hunger in my heart for more of you. Help us, Yahweh, to yield to your Holy Spirit in every way, in every area of our life. Let our gatherings of this, in this body, Yahweh, these people are amazing. Meeting under a pole barn in desperate conditions happens because the people are hungry. But Yahweh, help us to not just want that nickel, but help us to realize that you want to give us everything. Yes. But there's a price to pay. And there's a choice to make. Yahweh, help us to choose. Help us to choose you. Help us to never get to a place of complacency. Help us to never get to a place where we forget about those tough choices and the prices paid by those who've come before us. Yahweh, help us to honor them by honoring you. Help us to realize that in the same manner, there's a generation that will come after us And no matter who we are, no matter how significant or insignificant we may think our lives and our choices are, Yahweh, every one of our lives matter. Every one of the choices we make matter. Yahweh, help us by Holy Spirit to be good stewards over the incredible gifts, the incredible seeds that you've laid before us, the incredible foundation, the land, the holy land that you've given to us to walk on that so many have walked on before us. Help us to be great stewards, Yahweh, that we can honor you, that your word and your name can be carried on for many, many, many generations to come. Hallelujah. Amen. here um they don't tell you everything they don't tell you very much about what how what a blessings they've been these years since they came in this this place a little couple that he sold goldfish at walmart <laughs> had nothing and um but i'll tell you what the story of walmart is different but he in his job he would travel travel to different places and he'd land in little places and it happened to be most times there was a rock church there and he has been such a both of them have been such a blessing yes. to so many rock pastors or mark whatever they are <laughs> um but and the churches and they've been such an encouragement to them personally and have worked everywhere they've gone. They have buried themselves in the church 
and worked just as hard as they possibly could to bless that congregation. And we're talking about several, Mobile, Arkansas, Wilmington, Orlando. I mean, wherever they happened to be, they were a blessing to that congregation. And I'm telling you that you are being blessed because not only of your sowing seed, but because you have been such a testimony in each of these places that needed. And these, Mark will tell you, they, you think they're, they're able to do this, and they are, but they get low sometimes. They need that tap on the shoulder, not to blast them and say, oh, what did you do that for? No, they need that tap on the shoulder that says, you're doing good, and you're going to make it. And, and you, you, in all things, have been blessed because of that that you have in you to do that. And I bless you as you go on and continue. Are we completely? All right, you can hear me. Okay. I don't know who did this, but, or if this was Henry and Caroline, but there's, there's a nickel in the basket, which is hilarious. <laughs> wow. All right, this is back on if anybody else. Uh, Henry and Caroline, of all the men that Dad has sent around the world, and released men we loved to do what Yahweh called them to do. And um, I was always jealous of a lot of them leaving, you know, because I like everybody to stay. And um, But when Henry and Caroline, they could have gone anywhere to, quote, kind of retire. They really could. They're wanted in a lot of places. But I, I know that one day I looked at them and I realized they were moving back here in the area that this was part of the seed that would remain here. It took a long time to come. But Yahweh was faithful over that seed that when Daddy released him to go and to be who they were with no jealousy, no strings, no nothing. And he's gone, but they're here. And I'm telling you, there's, very, there's something very significant about this house and where we are now. That seed has come up at the right time, and I am so thankful that you're here. And because you could have gone anywhere, but Yahweh always knows. So the things that we plant, we never know how long. And if we release what we have, he'll bring around to us what we have need of. And I'll tell you, they released a word a few years ago about increasing our um, thought on the tithe. They have. And I took that word. I never told them that. It wasn't much every week that I gave above my tithe. But Yahweh has brought healing to me. He's brought blessing. He's brought provision in that little extra. And I want to tell you that I took that word and I saw your life. And I said, if they can believe that Yahweh can increase it, I'm going I'm to believe him every week for a little more. And that's changed me. 
So I don't just hold on to that. I'm, I'm thankful for a seed that remains and comes back. When you least expect it, the provision is there. And I'm thankful that they're here in our land. Amen. Amen. Well, it's hard to follow that act. <laughs> I, um, this uh, message here, the kingdom man, um, you know, when I came here, I was, I was like them. I was messed up in so many ways, uh, trying to do my own thing. And, you know, I took apostles word, you know, being faithful to little things and other men's things and money. And I applied myself and, you know, that was 22 years ago. And like I said, it's it's a marathon. It's not a not a get there quick scheme because I tried them all, none of them worked. <laughs> and so you know, I laid down all my quick uh, my schemes and uh, for twenty something years actually in uh, nineteen ninety nine I think it was. So um, about a year and a half ago, I started just selling Tupelo honey on the side just to give me something to do in the wintertime because I was actually, I kind of been unemployed for five years because I, I just freelance as a, as a boat captain. And that was when someone, I told someone that a couple of years ago and they like, that's kind of crazy. I said, well, I don't work for nobody. But the amazing thing is Yahweh provided whenever I was supposed to be at home when my mom was sick, you know, or... I mean, I couldn't make it work. There's no way. I mean, you cannot make this work. When I was home, when I was supposed to be home, I was away, and the phone call would ring, and you never knew when it was coming. But I was faithful to, you know, tithe and give offerings and get out of debt and stay out of debt. So I didn't, I wasn't pressured like everybody else. Even like right now, I haven't been to work in five months. And, and because I have no debt, and people ask me, when are you going back? I said, I don't know, because I'm kind of in this, like Mark talked about, this lingering stage. I knew something was coming, but I didn't know what. And and after the hurricane came, Holy Spirit, you know, I it changed everything, you know. And, and this um, little postcard I got here, which I want to give this to everybody. I got plenty of them. Um, like Apostle said, you know, it's the words that he speaks that matters. I remember one day when I was totally confused and I was in the bookstore and I saw all these cassette tapes underneath the bookstore. And what a sigh, and I heard Holy Spirit say, that's more valuable than gold. And, you know, I took his words. I, I mean, I read this thing. If you don't read this, you need to memorize this because it. It is who we are of. You know, if you hear Henry and Carolyn Jordan speak, we are of apostle and of his word. And when you get it in you, if you hear me speak, you hear apostle speak. You know, we're just going to the next generation. And, uh, and, and I remember apostle saying, I don't know, 15 years ago, he goes, if not now, then when? And if not who? You know, if it's not going to be me and, and Henry and Mark, who's it going to be? You know, so I mean, I kind of took that seriously and then started walking it out. And like I said, each of our paths are totally different. And for me to get caught up in the news media over some honeybees is <laughs> is is crazy because I said, I mean, I'm not a honeybee person, I guarantee you. But I was being faithful and being a steward over 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 my land and I and peace and protection I had these honeybees that um that buddy uh 
brought to my land over there and, and they got protected and you could read the story, but I wrote this little postcard, which doesn't even promote my honeybee business. It promotes the kingdom. And it said, Unforgettable Coast was ground zero October 10th, 2018, when Hurricane Michael, one of the most powerful hurricanes to hit the Florida panhandle, changed life as we knew it. And I asked Holy Spirit, what what was this all about? And he said, life as we know it will not be the same. So don't try to go back. You know, and that was a marked day for the rock and everything else. Don't try to go back. Look forward. Holy Spirit told me he came to reveal the hearts of man. And he did. He revealed the hearts in all of us. You know, where we were at in our kingdom walk, what we needed to get a checkup on, you know, as finances, health issues. We all got revealed. And if you think you dance, you're fooling yourself. You got revealed because Holy Spirit showed me some things that I need to work on. Uh, everybody has a storm, a storm story. And the good news is you can survive your storms of life when you seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, Matthew six thirty three, And that was one of the first scriptures Holy Spirit gave me, you know, uh, 22 years ago. And, and I have sought them. And then I say, let ground zero survivor honey be, a, be an inspiration. You can overcome the storms in your life. And, you know, that, that's, that's, you know, the testimony. I mean, I can't, Henry was such a, a, him and several other men that I looked, looked up to when I came here was just their testimony. You know, I, I've, and I've seen it all. And, and when you see someone walking it out and see them being blessed beyond belief, you know, it just gives you hope and gives you good news. And, 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 you know, that's what I want to be about, good news. And that was why I named the company Good News Honey, you know. Um, and it's not, it's a ministry, actually, Holy Spirit, because, because uh, you know, I tithe 10% off the gross of this to, to this ministry here. And, and, and when the phone started ringing after the, the newspaper articles come out, come out, Holy Spirit said, you speak to every single person and listen to their story. And, and I tell you, for two weeks now, I've been talking to people, crying with women, crying with uh, I mean, it was, I, I got so emotional on Tuesday last week, I couldn't hardly handle it. I'm like, God, what is this all about? And they would grab this little bitty bottle of honey that came from my honeybees that survived the hurricane, and they would hold it against their heart and start crying. I'm talking about in the CVS parking lot in, in, in a, in a million-dollar home I went to in Bay Point, this little bitty honey bottle that's, that's um, wildflower honey from these honeybees, and it, I had no idea, I mean, I couldn't even understand what was moving to people, you know, and Holy Spirit is, it was the story, you know, it was the story of survival and overcoming, you know, and, and that's what I, that's what, you know, I wanted to present this to Mark and all the staff a bottle of this honey that comes from my promised land. Because Holy Spirit told me years ago this was my promised land, and, and honey comes from it. And, and, and this is for all the staff. And, and then I got a big bottle that I want to put uh, back, back there by the coffee and tea that everybody could partake of. And this is Tupelo honey, which is really uh, one of the most prized honeys in the world. And guess where it's at? It's in Gulf County. 
in Weewahitchka, of all places, you know. And, and Holy Spirit said, you protect this land and play, pray over this land. And I prayed peace and protection over that land. And I started declaring over that land years ago. And, and things started changing. I mean, it was amazing, you know. And I'm like, me of all people? Y'all, yeah, you do it. And, and you don't realize the power you got, you know, till Holy Spirit, you look back and you, you see him all around you. Um, speaking to you and uh, and and it's just a walking testimony of who we are and like like he's no respecter of persons he he would do it to anybody in any situation could i had financial situation when i came here and even during all this whole walk i had a health issue and and yahweh healed that you know through a doctor and you know he did and i just kept walking it out Day by day, line by line, order by order, just like Apostle taught us, the foundation. And now we're building on that. Thank you for listening. For more information on The Rock of Bay County, please go to therockofbc.org.